science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I illusion? Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Uh, Adrian Barbeau patterned her voice after Allison Steele, who was a famous female disc jockey from the 60s, who was known as the Nightbird. Yeah, I saw that. Isn't that fun factoid, too? Isn't that pretty fun? That, I did. I did absolutely nothing for this movie because I, I, I feel absolutely nothing for this movie. <laughs> I was going to. I was like, oh, I watched uh-huh. it. I today. I was literally like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna write the synopsis because I know it's my day. I'm gonna actually write one so we don't do a ten minute long rambling synopsis because the people who listen to this fucking podcast have seen the movie and so they don't need to need that. But. Uh, I was just playing fucking Red Dead Redemption instead in all my free time today, <laughs> and that's and that's better for you. I'm I'm preparing. Like... I'm I'm deep in the horror, but I'm also there's always a crossover because next month obviously is Western month. So, uh, this is the Cult yeah. of Cinnamon Knowledge Podcast, folks. That's Jordan. I'm Levi. Uh, may as well, right? We're kind of talking about. I mean, per- we're getting in. We're we're getting into it. This people. is pertinent information, you know. Uh, you know, you clicked on the thing. So we are, it's less than a week until Halloween. I know. And this is, I don't, I hate to admit this because you know, you hear us from like, I mean, but the thing is, it's the, the next month I'm going to miss horror, but I'm hitting that fatigue. I think everybody out there in podcast land, you're feeling it too. Um, we, we respect you. I still, I want horror forever. I'm not, but, I, yeah, I don't have a horror fatigue. I have a movie everyday fatigue. I think. Yeah, but but no, I think it's I have a this is this is how I've this is how I've like pictured it. I love our list, but since I'm locked into the list, that's this is what I found with the fog. I I was like, you know, 20 minutes into it and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, this would be a movie that I wouldn't have I would like pause and I would just watch later after I watched something else that like See, it's you know, it's interesting. On my watch list, and I'm, yeah, I don't know. It's I I realized I thought I'd seen the fog, but then I realized that last time I tried to watch it, that's exactly what happened to me. Is I got like yeah. 15, 20 minutes in, and I was like, you know, I'm not in the mood for this. I'll put it on later, and I never did. And so I was like, oh, when I put it on, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember now. Uh, I actually haven't seen this front to back, but for some reason this time I was a little bit more into it for uh, most of the time. I don't know what it was, but it was it was working for me way more this time than than my previous attempt, I guess let's say. But uh, this this is a this is a strong we'll get it rewatch film, and that that'll be something we talk about. Well, we'll get I into it. It's very casual, you know what I mean, and I think that's kind of its strength and its weakness, which we'll see. So anyway, hey, you cool cat. We're, we're tell me you we're, got a synopsis. <laughs> Of course not. We're watching The Fog, right? John Carpenter's 1980 The Fog. I'll give you a quick a quick rundown. So, uh and the, the town of Antonio Bay, I believe, uh is this seaside town. There's a ancient legend that is told to some kiddos about a shipwreck that went off, it got lost in the fog and crashed on the shores 
and these haunted mariners from a hundred years ago. Uh, you soon find out, and I'll just get it out of the way. You soon find out from a, a diary that the townsfolk originally, um, this the mariners coming were like going to try to start a leper colony nearby, and so the townsfolk tricked them into crashing. And then stole their gold and started the town. And so this is the centennial, the 100-year anniversary of the town, and the crime of these these leper this leper colony being killed. Um, so the movie follows this disc jockey woman, her son. She is like a widow or something, and she runs a radio station out of a lighthouse, and that's pretty fun. And then it also follows the fucking dude from uh, Halloween Three. As he picks up the easiest going <laughs> he, hitchhiker ever, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis, that's just like the second, oh. the second, the most <laughs> freaky thing in the world happens. The, all their windows blow out. She's just like, this makes me horny, baby. Dude, she immediately <laughs> bangs him. So odd, uh, which is like, if you're trying not to get murdered in like 1980, like hitchhiking in the middle of the night across the country, <laughs> uh, like I don't know. Luckily, it worked out, but. You know, so weird things start happening in the town. The midnight comes wrong. A fucking ship at sea vanishes, but we know gets attacked by these ghostly pirate-like figures in the fog. They're murdered. Uh, they go out, and everything's weird. And the father, everyone immediately that's involved, Nick Castle, I think is his name, is the character's name, and Jamie Lee Curtis, they're like, oh, shit. The fucking some weird shit happened with these guys in the fog. Oh no. And they kind of start getting in cahoots with the lady, um the the DJ. And, you know, a couple people get killed and they run away from the fog and they hide out with the priest and the fog <laughs> monsters yeah. show up, the ghosts, right? You know, they're ghosts, but they but they're very physical too, which I think is kind of cool. Cause they're they're ghosts and they're apparitions that come with the fog, but they'll just murder the fuck out of you. Uh um, right. But the priest eventually was like, it was his great-grandfather's journal that, that was found. And he eventually is like, no, take me. I have your gold. I'm. We're sorry. The sins of my father, blah, blah, blah. And so the ghost pirates come and they're like, all right. And they take his gold and they disappear. And they're like, wow, we did it. And so everyone fucks off. Uh, and they're like, oh, we saved the town. And only five people died instead of the six that the ghosts required. Uh, but then the priest at the end with the one last gotcha comes and he's like, why didn't you take me? I fucking have a death wish or whatever. And then the ghost yeah. comes back for one last scare and cuts his head off. The end. That's, All right. that's pretty much, that's the gist. Um, this was, I don't know, this was fun. I, I liked it. I don't know, I'm torn because what I like about it is also what I don't like about it. It's weird. Because no. that's the thing. It's like, this movie is very simple. It's very bare bones. And I kind of appreciate that. I think that's something about John Carpenter I like, that he doesn't spend time, like he doesn't waste your time. Like in any other movie, any other person I feel like would, they would spend 25 minutes being like, what? The fog is just fog, blah, blah, blah. But they are immediately like, oh no, the fog. Right. <laughs> like they, it, was, it was kind of, I, I, yeah, like you said, it's, it's frustrating because you're like, they just bought it. it. It's like they bought into it so fast that, it almost it it just became like it became, um, like preposterous that they would like right the fact that they're so like they almost seem like gullible but like the fact that like it's just so simple the story just is 
the fog. It's the it is the campfire story, and that is what that's what you're presented with at the beginning. Well, and there's the old so... man tells the campfire story, and that like here we are, we're seeing it. I personally wish it was more because you you mentioned in a comment that like you wish it was more or you you think that it feels very childish almost not not childish but like a family film like it doesn't the the r rating does not fit boggles it boggles my mind because i felt yeah that this movie was made for 10 year olds like i thought it was i it felt like a goonie it felt like goonie yeah to me oh yeah 100 it felt like it could have been like an aardman right uh but by john carpenter and so i was like oh cool like yeah even the violent scenes are quick there's zero blood like the sword goes through a guy and you see it really quick and it's yeah. it's visceral, but it's not violent or gory. Um and it's like they're just this spooky presence and they show up with quick hooks and I, slashes and it's Yeah. It would be it, no, it's it, a perfect. It was very frust- it was very frustrating for me though, because I I was expecting it to be a John Carpenter movie where there'd be a little bit more blood and goop and gore. But it is his this is his like third movie. Or something like that, right? Third or fourth movie. Yeah. So it's like he uh, definitely was kind of yeah. It was like uh, himself, dark, I guess, dark you know, star, not, not. and then like, but that's the thing. It's like I mean, he, Halloween. He Halloween was coming, has zero gore, or right? Zero, he was coming off of Halloween you know. and then came to this, and so it's it's like the tension and the suspense is all there because even Halloween, I don't think is like yeah. that. Like I think a, a child could watch it, but they could not kind of deal with the slow, methodical pace of Halloween. Whereas right. this that, had a much what, more like but this, urgent. But this didn't have enough though of to be a kids. That's why I'm like I think it would have been nice if this was like re-edited or like you could you I think you could take the existing footage and you could like you could remaster it and make it a little bit more whimsical. And I think, it would, I think like, it would work better. I don't know. I feel like that doesn't. I it's like I, I, it's very frustrating because it is. It is in this middle ground where, like, the whole yeah. time I was watching this, I was, I was like, oh, okay, here's gonna, here's gonna be like, we're gonna see even just not, not violent and gore, like, you know, but not like his like the thing or something where it's like we're watching body pieces. But I was expecting, I was expecting like some aftermath. Like the fog takes you, hurts you, and kills you, and then it like it's like, oh, here's what's left of these people. But it, it's no, they just get taken away into well, the fog. The one body you see in the aftermath was actually fucking fascinating. Is the one guy on the ship they find? I know, right? And, he's, uh, but it, and his eyes are all gouged no, out. Don't get me wrong. I guess this is it. I don't want. I don't want. People but it's to not. Be, but it's not gory at I, all. No, clearly, I mean, he barely. And you see him for a blink of the eye. It's so much. It's so little. That like it's almost like you didn't you didn't need to see him even it doesn't even matter I don't like, know when he fell I, out I thought it was a good jump scary. scare because it was like a misdirect where it's like the clo- the like cabinet falls open it, and you're like oh and then he's like right. falls on her no and he it's a good it's a good prop too he looks great he like, looks good. in that in that but it's like you don't get to see him enough I thought we'd get to see him like on the table more I hope I love I, I love the yeah. idea like I wish you could have seen like his blackened fingers because they're frostbite like I love the I love the the thought process. They're like, yeah, he's been in the water they, for months, you know? Yeah. Right. Like they, everything's they, they rusted. Like, it like, it's yeah. Cool, like, like but, with this fog that comes yeah. through, it's like their presence, their presence is so like, it's so evil and it's so supernatural that like it, it looks like he was, you know, underwater for what, 10 months or something. I can't remember. He said something about that where he's like, we found those divers that were under there for like a week or something, you know? Yeah. And they looked, you know, and he's he like, you can be down there worse. for a long time because it's like ice because it's so cold. If you're down in the depths, it like preserves right. you, right? right. You know? 
Uh, yeah. And I, like, I, I think the ghosts, uh, the antagonists of this are so cool. I know. And um, I wish, I wish we had more of them. I, I agree. But like, see, that's the thing. It's but, like, if, and I don't think it was, if this was intentional, cause it's like, I don't like that kids movies have to be goofy or silly or have jokes and gags. Like this movie takes itself pretty seriously. Uh, and I think like a mature eight year old that's likes horror <laughs> would really love yeah. this. Like, I know if I watched this when I was a young kid, I would have fucking loved it. Uh, but I don't think that and was think Carpenter's it. intention. I, this it, is like, it feels nostalgic, but I like, I wasn't there for it. So yeah. It's like, yeah, well, that's the I thing. I'm pretty sure, especially with the R rating, this was made for adults. And the fact yeah. that this was made for adults, if you look at it through that lens, not nearly as enjoyable. Because since it had such a weird Ardman vibe and it was no blood, it felt very... And, like, it was kind of dumbed down. Like, the character development, there was, like, none. Everyone just said what they thought. And it it works for, like, right. a kid's movie plot, being... Though. Yeah, for being very just, like, straightforward. The third act was super rushed, but... You know, it's effective, but the fact that it's supposed to be, like, more of this spooky, ominous, like, ghost, like, I don't know. It just doesn't, like, well, what's what the I, audience, so you know what I mean? That's the whole thing. It's, like... My my whole thought process behind it, uh, as it was unfolding, I was, like, shit, this is, like, what Salem's Lot did was so good I was, for character I was thinking of Salem's it it, Lot, you know, yeah, during this, like, too. I was, like, I was, like, and Salem's Lot is actually, like horrific compared to this movie which is so funny like sounds like a tv 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 movie yeah it's yeah it's a tv movie but the the monster in that is scary and he's he's got like a very violent presence and it's it's he just like it's a lot stronger and then i mean all the bodies in that cave and so it seems a lot when they're like crawling towards them it's creepy it's freaky it's creepy and the the vampire kids come into the windows which is great yeah i mean that and that's just like that's a fun effect and like it's so funny. I just, I'm almost like, I wish this movie was, this This movie feels like a pilot episode for 100%, a story. 100%. You know? I <laughs> wish, that was my biggest yeah. thing, because having watched Salem Lot, Salem's Lot earlier in the month, and I'm currently reading Salem's Lot right now, uh, this felt like it could have gone really interesting into the town, because like, the whole premise is that this town is cursed. Anyone could be a victim. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not even directly at one person. It just happens to and be. And I wish, I wish that the, the victims made more sense for how, or matter. Yeah. How it's direct, literally just pretty random. For how direct yeah. it is. I wish that it was like, you're, you're, you're this great grandpa, you know, you're, you're great aunt, you're great uncle. It's like, I wish that like for a movie that's so just like, he literally could be like, well, you know, the centennial is making me think about my family tree, and I was related to this guy. And it's like it could be—they basically just talk about their exposition. So it's just like, like you know, and it just—it's so silly because the whole time I kept waiting for a misdirect, and it didn't happen. And I was like, oh wow, okay, this so this movie like is just—it's just so straightforward that, like you said, it, it, there is something, something endearing about that, and something like kind of like it's almost refreshing that it's not over. Over, it doesn't try over explain. Yeah, it in doesn't. A weird way. Yeah, yeah like, I appreciate that they just fucking get yeah, on but, with it, you know. But at this, again, that's why I'm like conflicted is because at the same time, there are other movies that do it and feel more underbaked. Like this feels intentionally just like I just let's just like, go, let's go. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I'm writing it. I don't want to have any fucking boring 
character development. Like, let's just fucking get on to the shit. You know what I mean? I know, right? And it, it does feel like that on purpose, but it is unfortunate because it's like, this could have been a really plodding, uh, atmospheric, like three hour long that gets into the town. And then the, like the last hour is like the entire town under siege. Ditch the sixth person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah, you could still have the priest give back the gold, sacrifices himself for atonement or whatever. Uh, could have had it that route and still ended the curse or whatever with the main characters being the direct lineage. But it's just like, you well, feel like, like the, you feel my, like it's going to get into the town like, more and it doesn't. You know what I mean? I like the six. I think, I think the town should get sieged by like, it's like, you know, you only one character knew that six people had to die. And then does she even tell them? I don't remember that. I don't remember that getting that facting out there. But then the but then the diary, I guess, kind of yeah, it, right. Or at least like, and it's convenient that the priest. That's another thing, and it's it's fine, you know. The, it's, the when it's revealed, that. that's the, that's rough. The priest, the when the priest just like he, he like he's like I didn't read this sudden, part, but I'll read it now because it's I, convenient to the plot. Because <laughs> it's well, <laughs> no, well, no, and how the book is even found, it's literally just a wall. Like it's like, and then. The wall opens up, and there's a magic book well, that tells you the that's, plot. That's what makes it Where, feel like a kid's... It feels very fucking Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's right. very... Oh, dude, 100%. That's why I was saying misdirect. I was waiting for a mask to take it off, because I kept thinking, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is going to be something about the centennial, and... Oh, that would have been be amazing like, if it was like a, be like, like a hot fuzz kind of thing, where it's like the town. Yes, the town. <laughs> it's like that's, killing, no, that's 100% killing what I was thinking. People. is like, I thought that it was going to be... I thought it was going to be that the mayor was trying to cover up the fact that they did those murders. She knew that, like, oh, we murdered, we murdered that that colony. Like, even though I know it's like kind of somewhat somewhat popular, but like, I thought she was going to have the gold, and I thought she was going to be using that gold again to yeah, fund the town to, to be like more of a, know, a villain. I thought it was going to go that right. route too. Right. There's just, I guess, it's like it's kind of one of those funny things where it's like there are so many so many movies like i just thought this movie was gonna be more sophisticated so like i kind of ruined it for myself because the whole time i kept being like oh i'm gonna follow this thread in my mind because like that's got it's got to be something like this right or or then like i was like no maybe this and then i was like oh well maybe the dude telling the story at the beginning like maybe he like maybe he's some sort of like crypt keeper style storyteller yeah. you know and he know he knows and they're gonna come to him and they're gonna be like hey how do we defeat these guys or something some shit like that you know i was I was expecting more, yeah. and I was just kind of well, presented with this like milk toast. It is, yeah, <laughs> the that's fog, fair. The fog looked. That's a thing, though. I will, I will say, this has the greatest looking fog acting. <laughs> fog, the lighting with the fog, and them like it's so good because it's just like fucking it, like actual fire, like just fucking oh and dry it's ice. So <laughs> thick. <laughs> yeah, right. You can tell it's like it literally is like those huge dry ice vats that have that like huge tube, and they're just it's just like you can like it's pumping in that fog and like but the lighting looks so sick like inside the church and everything and like when he grabs the gold and it's like lighting up uh, so cool that cross beautiful imagery but so it's so shallow that's just it that's all we got and yeah so it's like, i don't know no it's fine because it's like it, it is definitely like the only reason i enjoyed it as much as i did is uh weed first of all second of all uh <laughs> is uh like my expectations were kind of immediately tampered fairly low. Uh, even though like, I like John Carpenter, but I wasn't like, Oh my God, the I like, I need to see the fog. Uh, something about it. I think from my last time trying to watch, it, I expected like really boring and it kind of worked for me, but it's like, it would, I am sad 
saddened by the potential. So I think the justifying it as like being more of like a kid's uh, an entry point for like the genre aesthetics uh, is a way for me to like kind of look on the bright side and appreciate the movie more for that. But of course I want, I would much rather a hyper violent, more, or, more draw, like character I, developed. Cause it could have been, I thought the fog could have been, I was mistaking or like, I wasn't mistaking, but from the, from the movie poster, I thought the, I thought the fog, like now that I kind of realize what's going on and I've seen the movie, the movie poster makes like complete sense. But I thought that it was going to be like the fog was going to be like some weird body horror. I didn't think creatures were going to be in the fog necessarily. I thought like the fog was going to like turn you insane or make you like zombie like. I don't know. I just I came into it with like such. Dip- yeah, my, I, I ruined it for myself. And I like I'm frustrated that I did that. Because well, it's, it's like, all right. The opening like- the opening was beautiful, dude. The, it's like that pocket watch floating and then he closes it and he tells that ghost story. And I'm like, God, this is like. This is good. This is getting me amped, dude. And then the dudes on the bo- on the, the ship boat. The, the boat was good. The boat. The boat scene, like when you you're like you're like okay, fuck, it's happening. And then it just like why they why they go to this like I guess because the, the woman who owns the radio station, she's kind of like she's kind of like a cultural heart of the town. Yeah. So well, and, and her, she and her she has like, like access to talking and talking. to the town is 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 kind of a cool bit. That I feel like was kind of underused. I. No, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this is this is a hundred percent a pilot episode to a to like a six six episode miniseries or something like this. Really, ugh, that they're like it does so like it's wrap so, it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it, yeah, but it, I mean, yeah, of course it wraps it up. But it'd be like, well, bar- but barely. No, that's the thing. It's just like, yep, and then there, yep, there it is. Well, I just think it's silly too because they put so much so much emphasis on it being the centennial but then it's happening the night before you know the hundred years and so it's just like well i guess it's not all no in it's one day. no it's the night of so it's like the it starts when uh the the conspirators planned and so for only one hour that's when the shipwrecked guys get killed so there's only one hour the night before and then the next night is the night they actually died when the that's old, what i'm, that's the what I'm saying was, though it did it started the night before the centennial. But they could come so. all day, baby. That's the thing. But that's what I mean. Then they could just then then you didn't have to wrap it up so quick. You could have made the it. The fog like, only happens at they, night. It's supernatural fog, bro. I, I, I get <laughs> it. Can't day like, fog. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just bummed because John Carpenter is. I don't know. I mean, better than this. Now, but th- also this like, this sort of not. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I love him, but. I don't, uh, I don't know the story to this, and I don't know how much money he made, but it definitely kind of felt like a paycheck movie. You know what I mean? It definitely felt like he made Halloween, and they're like, here, like, uh, well, like it feels like the other person I'll, who co-wrote it was like, I'll I, jump ahead. Yeah, the, it was a million dollars. Was the, the budget? budget was a million, dude, which is pretty impressive <laughs> for what for what we got from the amount like the the effects are solid you know what i mean for but, that yeah but it does but it really does feel like a made for tv movie yeah it really and, i think the most apt comparison like we've been saying this whole time is salem's lot yeah. but salem's lot really had you know had over three hours to kind of breathe and even that was too short so right <laughs> this was and, an hour I mean, 27 is, or whatever you know <laughs> yeah right and this is this is like unoriginal screenplay so i mean that's you know that's, well that's the that's thing but everything else felt phoned in but the fucking i love the idea i love the idea of these cursed leper colony that's killed 
of like these old pirate sailors looking motherfuckers. And it's like, yeah, the fog encompasses you and they can only like exist in the fog, but they're like this physical presence. Like they could have really played with that more. Like the fog fills the house and they could be anywhere because they can just appear. That's dude. Do you know how frustrating this whole like <laughs> knocking on the door thing was? It wasn't consistent. I don't know that. I feel bad. I have, I have too much. Like I didn't want to come into this as such like criticism, but uh, I mean, they made their money. They made like 21 million. So oh yeah. So it did. Yeah. It like, it, it got a 4k release too. It's like, you know, this, it, it's, well, it's a classic. It looks in his, good. In his I filmography, but I like it despite its flaws. And I'll, like I said, I'll show it to my children because one day, cause it's like, it's got, it's like, it's, I feel like it takes itself serious enough. And it's like, yeah, good for kids without being like condescending but it's probably because it's not made for kids. It's made for stupid adults. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's made for adults that don't, that were like, I really liked Halloween, but God, it's just like, can't we just have more stuff? Like they're not doing enough stuff. They're just getting stalked, you know? And so they're like, Oh yeah, let's just have them doing stuff. I think <laughs> it make gives me a better appreciation for Halloween. Yeah. For how simple it is and for how effective like the camera work is. Because in this, it's like there's really nothing aside from that, like like the aesthetic from the oh yeah the the, the fog look and <laughs> like the cinematography framing and all and lighting were good, but yeah it, the the camera was very still I guess you know what I mean too. <clears throat> I uh, <clears throat> yeah while we're while we're talking about Carpenter though <clears throat> and like Halloween that sorry. Um, the score was pretty dope. Sometimes that's, I know, that's what I love. Well, I love, I love he, how he like always has got John, a good score. He, he's got to do his score and it just, the it's like the second that, that like synthy stuff comes in. It's like, it's so, it's so fun. I, that, that is the thing I love. I actually was thinking for this movie, you, you said paycheck movie and I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I can see that. I'm more like, this was his, like, I want to, I want to do the full, I want to do the score for this. And that's all, that's what he focused on. He was yeah. just like, sure. I'll be the director. But then Deborah Hill probably did most of the legwork. Cause he was just like, sure. I'll, I'll be a director on this, but can I, they're like, John, we got a scene. And, and he's just jam. like, he's just in there like, dude, he really, yeah. Like well, the, his the, 80s scores are so fucking primo. Uh, even his nineties yeah, scores, they hurt me kind of, but they're fun. <laughs> cause then, cause <laughs> yeah, then he much. discovered like electric guitar and saxophone instead of synths. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. I guess that's true. Huh? Yeah. He probably tried to learn. He could probably play piano. And then he was like, Oh, I got this synth and this synth can do a lot, baby. <laughs> yeah. Cause you remember the score at all for like, uh, in the mouth of madness. It, uh, it's, it's, yeah, right. it's no, painfully nineties. Is it super, yeah, super sax? Because it, okay, it's yeah. like sax and like electric guitar, like a lot of it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, okay, I can, yeah. I can it's still that. kind of fun, but I'm just like, uh, but coming to this, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is some, this is some Carpenter good, good score. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, really, though, it's like, I think it's like, because Carpenter made Thing, the thing, it's, that's like the... I know that's the movie. I'm, I'm just like I'm like uh, I want I want all of his other movies to be as good as the thing. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's like you know. he got kind of lucky because it's like he's he's really good at what he does, or he was anyway. I mean, he hasn't really made a yeah. good movie in like thirty I, years or something. But no, really though, um, not that you know, not that his last movie, The Ward, which was like thirteen years ago or something, was okay. But uh, 
I appreciated his attempt. But anyway, he uh, did you did you ever see this movie called Memoirs of of, of an Invisible Man? No, I looked down because because it, it had Chevy Chase in it. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, we should have put that in our Visible Man <laughs> when we did. I know, the, I saw it and I I cringed at at the poster. It's, it's brutal, dude. It's brutal. I'm watching the trailer for it right now. It is. It's insanely rough, and I'm like. I got to get my hands on this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of want to rewatch we, like Ghosts of Mars and shit cuz uh oh my you ever God, seen yeah. Ghost of Mars? I did. Yeah, I saw it in theaters and Yeah, I saw it when it came uh, out too and obviously we were pretty young, but uh, yeah. I want to see it now and see how I feel about it cuz I remember it was pretty dumb even then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm a little bit. I'm like I'm sitting here like looking at his filmography well, and I'm like Carpenter yeah, he's more than that's the thing. It's like we like him the same way we like in my opinion anyway. Uh like Guillermo del Toro, right? Like he's made some great movies. I like yeah. him, but uh he doesn't always knock it out of the park in some of his movies I actively kind of don't like. But <laughs> Yeah. He himself is such like a personality within the genre uh, and has like his passion really shows, even if it doesn't always really strike lightning like the thing, like Halloween, uh, you know, and what I mean? even as even as his escapes, dude. I mean, and like they live. I like they live and. I love oh, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. They're fun. Know, he, like that's the thing. He's he's great. They're good. Escape from New York is amazing too. But that's that's like I think that's the thing though. It's like you he's having a lot of fun and you feel that in his movies. But maybe I'm just like a hardcore purist horror nerd that's just like oh I wish movie his movies were actually scary like Halloween like uh, the thing his actual yeah. his quote unquote masterpieces right and so the fog. Definitely felt like it could have benefited from going one way or the other, either coming out when he was being more like a little bit more silly, having fun, like late 80s, you know what I mean? Like he was doing like Big Trouble in Little China and stuff like that, like getting kind of crazy with the practical effects. This definitely felt like he was still too young and he was taking it really seriously, but not seriously enough. Like he was just having fun with it, but not the fun he would have later. You know what I mean? Um and so it, it does feel like it kind of has an identity crisis. You know, it's like, who is this for? Is it is it like supposed to be like a lighthearted go- like ghost story? Or is it supposed to be like this serious like terror? Like, I think it's just a way to create cool horror imagery pretty much at the end of the day. Is to just be like, oh, the fog and there's these fucking ghosts in the fog and look how cool they look. And that's kind of this, the extent of it. Because uh, all the characters are absolutely useless. <laughs> they're so they're so bad. Like it's like clearly the the, clearly the, the DJ main, is the all right. You know what woman. I mean? Woman, yeah. She's like fine. clearly she's. It should have just focused on her though. Like honestly, no. The Nick whatever being like all going around town. He's just like the everyday man. Uh, yeah. Pro- he's like Mister, he's his... just like his name's Nick protagonist. Like I need to yeah. move the story along. And the only reason that well, Jamie like, Lee Jamie... Curtis is here is to, so I can uh, explain out loud to someone yes. no, what's really. happening. <laughs> like Jamie Lee Curtis is such a fucking nothing throwaway character in this movie that it's like painful. I had to like, rewind it like, at the Jamie... end. I'm like, what happened to her character? I literally, after it yeah. ended, I was like, what happened to her? I reround it. And I'm like, Oh, 
She just kind of is there at the climax, and then, yep. is, and then it ends. Her hair gets pulled, I think, right? That's not even her. That's screamed. the assistant. Oh, that was the assistant? Oh, my Which, God. No, I'm pretty sure there's continuity error then. Yeah, that's true. Like, they they should have. Jamie Lee Curtis walks away from the window, and the assistant's standing. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's like. doesn't matter. They should have been the same person, honestly, character-wise. They really, they they really could have been. I, I don't know why Nick protagonist wasn't trying to just, yeah. like It would have made so much more sense. Having Jamie Lee Curtis be the hitchhiker was the most awkward like it's like i guess it's almost like they were like well we just gotta we're not gonna give anyone character development but we're gonna add like 10 characters i had read somewhere and i don't know how true this is but i had read that um john carpenter and the other writer i forget her name um had written in jamie lee curtis's character after the fact just to give her a role because like i guess i guess she didn't really have wasn't getting roles like crazy. And so they like, were like, what the fuck? Why isn't she getting roles? She was in Halloween. You know what I mean? But people didn't appreciate it as much um, as they do now, obviously. But so they're like, okay, let's just write her apart. And then she literally is just like the appendage of Nick protagonist. <laughs> and it's just yeah. there for him to talk out loud. Cause like well, that, that makes me feel better because she really does seem like a character that was just written in out of nowhere. And they were like, well, let's just have her get picked up, I guess. <laughs> it's like she just she's a hitchhiker, and so now she appears. Now she's in it. Right. Which like, is like why I don't, I don't know. Like like it's like if you're gonna do it so small, like just condense the whole thing. Like the mayor and the assistant didn't really have anything to add to the story. The priest is kind of there as the exposition dump, but if you would have brought him into it more, it would have worked more. Uh get rid of fucking if you want Sam protagonist, have him be Instead of the DJs having a husband that's dead, have him be like the ex-husband. The, they're the ex, they're know, estranged. Right? Yeah. They have to come together over the child, and then they get back together at the end. Even though that's cliche, that would have worked. But that's that would have been great. And call me old-fashioned. Speaking of cliche, can I get can I get my exposition dumps in the third act, please? <laughs> that like the priest literally it was like so awkward when he just like. They get there in the church, and he just he literally Dude, he explains the whole thing. He springs out of the shadows too, out of the shadows, he's and like, then he just explains. Like, Sorry to scare you. Yeah. I, I know, I know. Well, no, and that that was a misdirect, which would which was like, if this was a stronger movie, I would have liked that misdirect. But I really was like, I wish he was more in on it. Like the fact that I feel like maybe he was supposed to be more in on it because his whole reaction at the end he is immediately so fucking out of character, but. Well, it's like he just he just play up the guilt. Dumps. He's got guilt. Right. Play it up. You right. know what I mean? If they're going to do that, like he's like, oh, my grandfather was the this town is built on the blood I mean, of innocent lepers. Well, it's like, and, and like the whole like they emphasize that the church, the church got to be built mainly. That was like a big part of it was the church got a lot of the money. So it's like that's like, you know, that's the same. Really it's like, been like I really like the this setup of this like leper. Colony, I know. And I too. love the villains. I just like if it would have been more about <sighs> about that. that. All right, let's uh, let's rewrite yeah. our uh, fog remake because there was a yeah. remake which apparently was fucking terrible, which it looks terrible. And you know, and you know it'll be stop motion because that's oh, dude, oh <laughs> cause that's my the best. God, be, do you know how sexy that would be, dude? It'd be perfect too because you could just well, just yeah. use less fog. You know, you could obscure. Well, and, I was thinking. Oh, can I we please make a like, fog stop motion? I was thinking like <laughs> this movie. This movie kind of gives me like Paranorman. I feel like didn't really take from this movie necessarily, but kind of in that kind of in that town aspect, that small little quirky town. But 
God, I just wish this freaking even, movie even had the town, more quirky characters. Yeah, even the yeah. town in Paranorman felt more realized than I know, the town, right? than Antonio <laughs> Bay. And like yeah. the kid, we spend a lot, a fair amount of time with the kid and he is, and like, I know child I, actors are just whatever, but I, <laughs> it, it so many times he's on camera, it feels like he does not know what to react to. <laughs> yes, they're, yeah. they're, they're just like, all right, just stand over there, buddy. You're doing great. And he's just like... <laughs> And they're like, all right, your your nanny's getting brutally murdered now. <laughs> and he's like, all right, great. I know that 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 whole scene was so like she was just like, go. And he's like, no, I'll just stand here and watch. No, go. No, I want to stand and watch. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, what are they doing? That like, was my favorite someone... scene just because it's like I I thought the fog looked the coolest. Um I mean not my favorite, but my I... favorite in the second half. I think the boat scene was better, but it's the yeah that's the best that's the whole that's the best part the of best thing. fog attack well because it's like you see the ship and then it's just like the sudden violence is cool and i kind of like like it would be cool if it was bloody but i think it was refreshing because we've been watching so many like 80s slasher movies lately which don't get me wrong i love me some like tom savini but like close up yeah. and the juggler with blood spraying everywhere is starting to feel old hat so it kind of was a res- <laughs> appreciating to just be like the guy's like, oh man, spooky fog. And then it's like, shink. And then the sword is out of his chest. And there's not I mean, even, right. a, there's not a drop of blood on it, which makes it feel like even more spectral. And yeah, sure, all, sure. And, and it's everything's so cold. Like, I don't That's know. That's what I love. Like, That's what I love. It's like, they I do wish that menacing. was more of a thing. Like, dude, can you, can I, I we don't, we don't do this on this podcast and I don't want to start doing it, but I'm going to just, I'm going to kind of do like a little bridged version. My my least favorite scene uh, yeah. is that fucking dumb, stupid weatherman guy. Oh yeah, that like that just is like it just like so like. Well, I'm gonna go look at the door now, and like he's <laughs> yeah. like he's like, and if it's somebody out there, I'll be able to handle them. I can take care of anybody. It's just some and guys I'm, playing that old centennial joke. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, he's on the phone and you hear him. He's like, go, go. And she's like, are you OK? Are you OK? And he's like, go, go, go. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like the limited it like a lot of the tension kind of fizzles out, unfortunately, because this, the whole like six because the sign turn is saying six must die and then catch on fire and leaking water is fucking cool. Uh, right. No. And that, yeah. Yeah. But leaking water was cool. by the time it says that basically three random dudes have been killed. And then the fucking random uh, guy who's horning on the ch- the you know the DJ, yeah. he gets killed. Then the random nanny gets killed. So by the climax, you only need one more death, and everyone that's died so far is totally insignificant. Is so it's so insignificant that like it's fr- it's frustrating. It is. It really, it's like, it's frustrating. The more we talk about this movie, the least <laughs> the less I like it. Like it's I rarely does that happen. Usually we will talk about it, and I'll kind of like I'll come to like. Uh, more of an understanding where they were going for right. like, what they wanted to accomplish. But this was like, this does feel like, like you said, a paycheck or just like, it's so phoned in. Yeah. And it feels, it just like, I, I feel like this might've been a movie that they were like trying to, trying to get a series or something out of like that. It, that's what it feels like to me that they were like, Hey, let's like, this is like basically our pilot episode. Not, not a pilot of a, a flushed out series, but just like, Here's our like proof of concept. Yeah, yeah. Now can we get a now can we get a show? Yeah, absolutely. Because if this said there was one coming, right? See, I would love if they did like a modern The Fog, and we always say this too. They're like, oh, if they would have make it fuck movies, make it a six part miniseries or whatever. But 
Right. Make this a six-part miniseries, but keep all the practical effects. Don't do any fucking stupid CG fog or anything. Uh, and just, like, make it about the town. Make it about this town that's built on this secret history of blood. Because it's like, that. that's what's intriguing. And you can tell they kind of, like, there's, like, the scene where they have, like, a fucking centennial event. But it's, like, at night for some reason. And the back of the extras are just the town folk. Like, make it about the town. You know what I mean? And if you want to make it this intimate family thing, do that. Um, but it's not. And so the stakes kind of fizzle out by the end. Because it'd be like, oh, if they sacrificed the boy as the sixth kill, then maybe there would have been some sort of, like, tension or something. Right. But at the end, it's like, you know, I like that the priest is going to sacrifice himself. But then basically they're like, oh, that's cool. But or is it? And I hated that ending because it made no sense. Uh, they like, they came back for one more. <laughs> they came back, yeah. It's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, well, okay, so then, yeah, then they had to they had to take the six lives. That's that's the know, thing that's, that makes it feel like it was made for kids, sure. though, where it was just very Scooby Doo, very yeah. like. So I don't know. Maybe I'm giving I'm giving it too much credit because I feel like if you if you dumb yourself down to a eight year old child, you're like, yeah, this movie's pretty cool. It, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? I just like, yeah, I don't know. Like I appreciate those elements, but looking at it as a whole. And I'm giving it way too much credit. Absolutely. Because that was definitely, I don't feel its intent. And so I'm like applying an intent that wasn't there to try and justify the, the undercooked elements of it. And I know that, you know what I mean? Sometimes, sometimes we just watch, you know, we watch a dud. I I think it's a happy accident. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's life. I'm glad I've watched it like all movies. Yeah. I don't think it was, I think, you know, it's got more bad than good. But what it does good, it, I do like. Uh, and it's, you know, it's near the bottom of John Carpenter's filmography. But not all the way down there. There's the worst ones. For sure. There is. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. Okay. I guess you're, yeah, you're right. There are. There but are that's the thing. Movies. It's just like, especially like, so there was like that interview with him the other day. I only saw like snips of it on Reddit or whatever, but where he was like, I'm not the fucking master of horror. I just want to like, I just want to play <laughs> yeah. video games all day. It's like, and write music. Like that's all I want to do. And that's great. You know what I mean? I don't know. So it's like, I just respect the guy. And I do feel like, and if David's listening to this, he probably, I apologize. Cause he's like the biggest John Carpenter fan, but, well, uh, no, and that's, and dude, mad respect. Like dark star, dark star is that's the thing. such a good movie. Dark that's star like, is like, supremely underrated. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. Like, we, we're Dark Star stands g- throughout. <laughs> Go listen like, to that episode. Yeah. How many yeah, John Carpenter we, episodes have we done? We've done quite a few, actually. So it's like we did Dark Star. We definitely did Halloween, but it was part of Horror October. We did the oh, thing. True, true. We, did, we did the thing. We did They Live. That one. Oh, yeah, we did They Live. Holy shit, we're going and down the his fog. list. Okay. So we've done quite a few. So we, you know, we haven't. So this is one thing I was, I was actually looking up the other day. Uh, we have not completed a director's filmography yet. And that is something. Well, I guess, actually, no, I just lied. Technically, we did because there was a director of Popcorn. And that was part of Horrortober. And he only directed that one movie. So, technically. Popcorn. Outside. Of, yeah, Popcorn. Don't you remember Popcorn? Or wait, did we not watch that for a. Popcorn? What the fuck are you talking about? Did we Did we not watch that for a Horrortober? What is that? What is that movie? popcorn it's like the kids in the the it's like a a group of students they they are holding a they're holding they're watching old movies we we watched it dude I've we did never this i've never seen popcorn. oh, fuck. oh <laughs> did we, we not do it you're losing your fucking mind man <laughs> <laughs> it's been, we're too deep dude. I, we're too deep <laughs> the horror man. Lost Wait, we really haven't watched 
We haven't watched popcorn. No, for one of the I've never Tobers? even heard of that. No, absolutely. Why did not. I watch it? I then? thought you were Why, talking amazing. about possum. Is what I thought you were talking about. Oh, I'm po- like, well, possum, possum. Say, oh, do you? I wonder if that. See, now I'm now I'm like, is there a director? Well, one off. Okay, we didn't watch. I'm sure there's some one offs, but. I wonder if there are some one-offs. Oh, there has to be. I think Greasy Strangler, that was his only feature. Well, he's, he's got another one now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But, all right. Because I, I want to see it. I like it. It's still... Okay, we'll, we'll have to talk about popcorn. Popcorn, everybody out there in podcast land, it's one of my favorite movies. Dude, are you sure? Travis watched it. I'm 100% Did Travis positive. just watch it because of my... You must have, dude, because I've never seen that movie. You must have watched it because of my, my review. And we sure as fuck oh, have never so... done a podcast about it. I can promise you that. Well, no, I thought it was part of Horrortober, so we just like talked about it briefly. Right. Yeah. Are you sure, dude? Oh my god! Now I'm like, I'm sure because I had to go over the last Horrortober list because I all, I started all, watching The Fog all. and I was like, oh shit, have we already done The Fog? And so I had to like go back. I had to do that okay. like three times this month to be like, have we watched that or right. not? And make just, sure I don't duplicate because then I watched Popcorn for one of the Horrortobers just by myself. And it is, it's such a, I highly recommend it. That'll be your 32nd movie this year, everybody. I'll, I'll Go watch out, it. watch Popcorn. It's a it's a one-hit wonder, and it's fucking amazing. It's like, oh, I think it's because, did we watch Demons? No, we didn't watch Demons. Yeah, we did we? watch Demons. No, we watched Demons. I think that's what, how I found it. It's because Demons, Demons takes place in a movie theater, and it's kind, yeah. it's kind of campy and goofy. Yeah. But then Popcorn takes place in a movie theater, and it's campy and goofy, but it's got sick body horror, and it has... Like the kids are watching old movies and the old, like the old, like fifties monster movies, you know, like universal monster movies. They're, they're all made up. They're all, they were all like the director directed them and oh, made cool. the, his own, his own, like that sounds dope. movies. God, popcorn's so good. That sounds right. good. I'll add it to my watch but, list. Cause uh, you literally only have to utter the words body horror on there. Cause I'm. That's yeah. one thing I'm well, sad no, this month. Not, not necessarily body body horror. It's well, kind of like a phantom. Of, he's like phantom of the opera. He like lives in the movie theater. But like the movies have kind of body horror in it. And there's like, I don't know. It's campy. It's fun. It ends with a fucking either dance way. Scene. I don't know. We did not have <laughs> enough fucking body horror this month, and I'm sad. Mm-mm. Um, and I picked this movie's part of the things because we didn't really have any many very many like ghosts or monsters either. So. We uh we didn't vet it as much. We had a lot of killers and slashers this month, which I would almost which, I know we'll talk about it our next episode. Do you have anything else to say about the fog? I uh, know. I mean, the fog's fine. Whatever. It's Dude. it's there. You know, if you, I'll, you know. I will. It, it's kind of one that I probably will never watch again. But I might. I, I'm pop it on yeah. for my kids just to see their reaction as an experiment in like a few years. Just see. That's no. That actually that's a good idea to really to really see like for my you know, own like personal viewing. I'll probably never watch it again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would be interested to like, you know, see where they enjoy it. But anyway, so that's the fog, whatever, uh, moving on this, the next podcast we do next week is going to be all a horror tober, just kind of like a quick five under 10 minutes wrap up of each movie. <laughs> and yeah. so you'll, you'll, you'll get a feeling. Cause I was going to say we watched like a lot of slashers and a lot of like killers this month. And I'm like, I almost want to do a podcast about just that genre, deconstructing just, that. Yeah, right. Because uh, this is the most slashers I've ever watched, and I'm like, I don't know, it's interesting. I I know we have been we have been kind of trying to, kind of trying to figure out. I mean, you and I have been talking about it a lot. Like, w- what makes it a slasher, and then why why are they like so intriguing? And why yeah. do they feel like the kind of lacking? Like, I feel like there's so much more. 
a slasher could offer. Mm-hmm. And there are some like really good, outstanding ones. But like, why why is a slasher genre they, they, so synonymous with being like cheap? Yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. you know, being like being like like super like low budget and ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, because they it were. Is, I, you know, I'm perplexed. Yeah, well, right, right. Is it just like? But, but they're it's cool like, on paper. So was know. a lot of so was a lot of horror, and that's the thing. Yeah, they are. Like slashers as a genre kind of feel like the fog where it's just like conceptually, I love the idea behind them, but then like their execution is always kind of lame. So I don't know that, you know, it's like clearly there are like outliers, obviously, and everything. But watching more slashers has given me appreciation for the slashers I kind of only like. And now I like more uh, after having watching like, you know, the Prowler and like Friday the 13th and stuff. So uh, but. Come listen next week where you'll get our opinions on those movies as well. Oh, y'all. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll lay them out. And then we're moving on to Westerns, baby. If you've been around oh. at least a year, you know we always follow up October with Western Month. And for some people, that may be a boner kill. But for me, it's fucking rock hard Viagra, baby. Because I... <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to get on my ghost horse and I'm going to ride my ghost horse into horror Westerns because that's... What we should do, I feel like it's kind of. I mean, we did if, that last yeah, year, but yeah, I thought about it because like there's there is quite a few good Western horror. So I might yeah. I might put a couple on because again, I'm not sick of horrors. I'm just tired. Yeah, dude, I'm tired I wish, of watching movies every, every day. I love watching I movies was, every day, but sometimes I'm like, God, I, got, I don't have time to watch a movie. Well, I, I, I know. Like right, squeeze right, right, it in. Yeah. It's gets, yeah. it gets harder every year the older we get because it's like you know, free time. Oh, tell me about it, dude. I it's like this could now, be my job. That would be great. Yeah. But uh, I wish there was more. I just, I, I mean, I want to, yeah, I'm done with the fog, but I wish there was more cool pirate ghosts. There aren't enough pirate Dude, ghosts. I know. I was thinking that too, because it's like. Outside of Scooby-Doo. They're cool. Like every fucking episode is this pirate ghost. But it's like. I know. Yeah. Scooby-Doo. I'm sad, because it's like the closest thing to like a serious pirate ghost I can think of. Well, I love like ghost ships, but like they're never done very cool, because like. If you look at the movie Ghost Ship, right, it's not very good. But I'm like, I want no. a cool Ghost Ship movie. Like, yeah, it's like every movie that touches on it, it's never about that. Like Triangle's got a ghost ship in it that's cool, sure, but right. it's that's not. Got it's a not literal, a, that's like a literal ghost ship. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like about that. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want to no, see. That's these. where I'm like, this was cool. This is like, God. Oh well. Oh well. You know what? Well, we'll just uh, you know, one day we'll just add it to the list of the movie. We'll just make a stop motion movie of just a on a ship. <laughs> Ghost ship. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. With fog. Uh All right, man. Well, yeah, I'm ready for next month Westerns. Yeah, I'm ready to uh, out there to have us on Patreon. The longest Please. fuck episode of us talking about all the horror movies. Hopefully we can contain ourselves. I know. Yeah, I mean, we'll just we'll we'll chat. Hopefully we'll have a little uh a little visitor. Yeah, Maybe we'll have yeah. some special guests for that episode. Maybe. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks. thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Thank you for the two people that voted. Um, I wish you didn't. We got you know, no. Nobody thank you, uh, watched. Thank you for movie. voting. Thank you for voting, everybody. I know it was it was lower. We're everyone. I feel like is feeling the feeling kind of the, the fatigue. So we'll we'll be getting there. But I we we love you all. Thank you for participating and being part of it. Uh, the, there's some best for last. There's some pretty good ones coming up. I'm looking forward to watching. So yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, damn it. Right. Goodbye then. Good night, folks.